you have your Bibles, you can open them up to Genesis chapter 19. We're uh, at our Sunday school class this morning. We're going to be talking about uh, this chapter and some of the ones surrounding it. In Genesis chapter 19, we read the account of God saving Lot before destroying Sodom. And I think there's a a great lesson in here that we might overlook if we're not careful. In Genesis chapter 19, starting in verse 12, the angels have come to Sodom to bring Lot out. Now, at this point, uh, Lot had pulled him off to the side because he was afraid of either what the men of Sodom would do to them or what they would do to the men of Sodom. But after a scuffle, the men end up drawing Lot into the house. And in verse 12, they said, Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone have in the, you have in the city, bring them out of the place? For we are about to destroy this place, because the outcry against its people has become great before the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and said to his sons-in-law, who were to marry his daughters, up, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city. But he seemed to his sons-in-law to be jesting. As the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, up, take your wife and two daughters, who are here, lest you be swept away with the punishment of the city. But he lingered. So the men seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand, and the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside of the city. Now, if you just take into account the life of Lot that we see in Genesis, you might get the impression that Lot was just Abraham's sinful nephew, and that's all it was. But according to Second Peter, Chapter 2, Lot was a righteous man, and the sin of those around him grieved him. So how is it that sinful Lot was counted uh, righteous? He was counted righteous in the same way Abraham was, by faith in God. You see, this is not a testament to Lot's righteousness. This is a testament to God's gracefulness and God's mercy. But getting back to Lot... If Lot was righteous and had faith in God, how did he end up in this kind of predicament? I think the answer is still one that plagues men today. It was simple apathy. You see, Lot was bothered by the sin around him, but he didn't do anything about it. There's no account, as with Noah, of him preaching to his neighbors, and apparently his actions were so lukewarm that even those in his house didn't catch it. He looked like he was joking. His sons-in-law thought he was joking when he came to him and told him he had a message from the Lord. So his faith was a joke to those around him. Lot had simply assimilated to the world he lived in rather than to rock the boat. And it cost his family greatly. I see so many Christian families caught up in the same kind of problem. They allow the world to cheap chip away at their faith, normalizing sin as the culture around them grows ever darker. They watch things on TV that they never would have in years past. 
They put sports, activities, and hobbies ahead of their time with God and wonder why God doesn't seem important to their children, why their kids leave the church, or why they fall into sinful lifestyles. The truth is, it's getting harder and harder to see the difference between the church folks and the world's folks. And that's not how it's supposed to be. We're called to be different. We're called to be a light in a dark room. We're called to spread the gospel, to affect change, to affect the culture, not have the culture affect us. And the question is the same for us. The world is lost and dying. It's heading for destruction. And the angel said, have you anyone else here? The world is headed for destruction. Who have you got here that you want to see rescued? You're the emissary to those people. Shouldn't we be making a difference in their lives? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come out into your house, Lord. We thank you for the grace and mercy that you have shown upon us. Lord, we ask that you would just help us to live lives that are pleasing to you so that others might see you in us, Lord. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit to convict those that we love who are lost and dying before it's too late. Please just be with these services. Meet with us here, Lord. We want to encounter you so desperately. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.